0: Do you find yourself agonizing over decisions or analyzing and then reanalyzing situations again and again and again because secretly you feel that you're going to either make a mistake or ultimately make the wrong decision? If this sounds familiar, keep on watching because today we're talking all about how to become more decisive. Welcome back. My name's Nina, and I'm a life coach that specializes in personal development. Here at this channel, we talk about everything having to do with our emotional well-being, understanding our own psychology, and leading our best life possible. So, if you weren't already a subscriber, please take a moment and become one. We definitely want you to stay connected. One of the worst traits I possessed for so much of my life was indecisiveness. I would struggle with even very trivial decisions and when it came to big decisions, I would become paralyzed with fear. Once I made the decision, I was never comfortable with the fact that the decision was made. I would always worry that I had made an incorrect decision, and I would spend hours thinking about all the terrible repercussions that could potentially happen because of the mistake that I made. Now, of course, none of these things ever came into fruition, but it still caused me a lot of suffering. We first have to understand that indecision is based 100% on fear, both rational fear and irrational fear. So we could be fearing that we might be hurting someone's feelings. We could be fearing that we don't have all the information we need. And of course, we can be fearing that we are going to ultimately make that wrong decision. As humans, we love to avoid both uncertainty and adversity, and making a decision can feel that we have to face either or both. We have to understand, however, that it is impossible to avoid making a decision, and failing to make a decision is actually a decision in and of itself, and usually the worst decision we could ever make because the repercussions of not making that decision are usually much worse than any choice we could have taken. Being indecisive can really cause so many problems in our life. And when we can learn to be decisive, we can truly learn to take control of our life and make choices that really push us in the direction that we ultimately want to be going in. So let's talk about 10 different strategies that we can use to become more decisive. The first thing that we can do is to trust our gut. And I know this one sounds so much easier to say than to actually do, but the fact of the matter is that our initial reaction is almost always the right choice. The subconscious mind has so much more awareness than our conscious mind, so it really tries to point us in that right direction. Also, remember, if something is not feeling right, there's usually a reason for that as well, and that's definitely something we want to listen to. The second thing we can do is to stop overanalyzing. Once we have enough information, we have to go ahead and stop there because analysis, paralysis is real, and there are always going to be unknown variables. So we are never going to get to the point where we have all the information that we need, which yes, can definitely mean that information becomes available after we make the decision that ultimately probably would have changed the decision that we made. But that is a fact of life that is part of being an adult. And ultimately, it does not help us make a decision to endlessly seek out further information. So we want an approach amount of information, and then we just have to sit down and make that decision. The third thing we can do is to visualize any potential outcomes. So here, we want to remember that, of course, we don't have a crystal ball, so we don't know exactly what will happen when we make each decision, but we can probably come up with a pretty good picture of what that would look like. Now, when we do this, it's important to remember that we don't want to think about worst case scenarios. We want to think about the realistic potential outcomes. And from there, we want to see how each one makes us feel. And whatever one feels right from there is probably the best choice. The fourth thing we can do is to determine what fear is actually holding us back. So we know indecisiveness is caused by fear. So we have to kind of pinpoint what it is we are fearing. So a lot of times it's not the decision itself that needs attention, but it is the fear that is looking for us to address it. So oftentimes if we can address that fear, we'll have a lot easier of a time making that decision. Number five is to realize that there is no such thing as perfection. Sometimes good enough is perfect. So what that means is that there is never going to be a time where a decision that we make is 100% everything that we want. Sometimes we just have to be okay with a decision being made. So perfection is not even a reality. So when we are holding ourselves up to a standard that couldn't possibly exist, of course, we are going to be feeling anxious. So we have to know that good enough is going to be just fine. The sixth thing that we need to remind ourselves is that we are only responsible for the actual decision that we are making and not the eventual outcome. The eventual outcome because of that decision will also include unknown variables. There is going to be other things that interact with our decision that result in a final outcome. We cannot be responsible for unknown factors. We can only be responsible for making the best decision that we can make. The seventh thing that we can learn to do is to practice making decisions by thinking about things that are trivial and making quick decisions about those things. So a lot of times what happens when we are indecisive by nature is that we even agonize over these really tiny insignificant things like dish detergent or what we're going to order on a menu. So if we can get some practice in making quick decisions about these type of things, we can eventually learn to be more decisive on things that truly matter. The eighth thing that we can do is to give ourselves a deadline. So what I mean by this is we are going to set a time limit on how much we are going to really ruminate over making this decision. So for a small decision, it could be I'm going to give myself 10 minutes or one hour. And for a big decision, it could be even two days. But you're going to set a limit because as we talked about oftentimes further information after some point is not helpful at all. So we're putting our foot down and telling ourselves that a decision must be made by this time. The ninth thing that we can do is to really ask ourselves if the decision really supports our long-term goal and vision for the future. This can be very helpful in making decisions because we can see right away if something's going to be leading us towards the path that we want to go on or leading us away. So think about that vision that you have for your life and think about how the decision will ultimately affect it. And the 10th thing that we can do and the most important thing of all is Once a decision is made, do not look back. Do not question the decision and do not even think about the decision. Yes, it is entirely possible that there will be a negative outcome for the situation and there could be a positive outcome. But the decision is made, and you have to know that you did the best you could with what you had. That's all we can do as people. We are human beings. We are not perfect, and we certainly never will have all the information that is needed to make a decision that will be the best case scenario every single time. So we need to do ourselves a favor and let it go. Accept the consequence whenever it might be. Again, we did the best we could. So these are the steps that have helped me during my life because, like I said, I was completely indecisive. Making decisions was very hard for me. I was so worried about all the potential different outcomes. I never wanted to hurt anyone. I never wanted to make a bad decision. So I really sympathize if you are feeling the same way. But try these strategies. I think you will find them very helpful. They definitely changed my life. And I would love to hear which strategy you think will be the most helpful for you. So if this video was helpful, please like it and share it with someone else who may need to hear the same message today. Also, again, if you already a subscriber, please take a moment and become one. We definitely want you to stay connected and I thank you so much for spending time with me today. Have an absolutely amazing day.